0: Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of
1: Create Tailwind and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver, your host. And today I've got a great young, and I, I don't even know how old you are, Tyler, but you look like you're a lot younger than me. So a young guy who's just killing it and breaking away in Louisville, Kentucky, is Tyler Chesser. Tyler, welcome, Bud. Jim, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. Yeah, thank you. And you know I've gotten to know Louisville a little bit over the last few years, and uh, with Nick Costco running our office there and looking at opportunities and. It's becoming one of my favorite areas in the country, just with the people and the, and the community. I'm going to be there in October, and I can't wait. We're doing a, a business owner summit there, and uh, we hope you can join us when, when we come out. But Tyler, before we jump in and find out all the cool things that you're doing to help the people of Louisville and Indiana and actually around the country, just give me a little background on you and what you do. Absolutely. Well,
0: thanks for having me again. And my name is Tyler Chester. And like you mentioned, I'm here in Louisville, Kentucky. And we work really with, you know, from a broker's perspective, we work with real estate investors all over the country, all over the United States, and even internationally. And so we do commercial real estate brokerage with my firm, the Chester Companies. And we also do real estate coaching for investors in addition to real estate investing. So we're a little bit of a dynamic and non-cookie cutter type of a firm. And just to give you a little bit of background on myself and sort of how we got here and um, how we built this firm, really, I got into the business you know, about six years ago. And from there, I came from the corporate world. And it was funny because as I started my career in the corporate world, I was with two large organizations that are multinational and really Fortune 500 organizations. And it was funny because as I got started in that I started to realize there was a lot that I needed to unlearn from what was taught to me of what was appropriate as a professional and as a person in the real world and and it was a little bit of a frustrating process. I mean in my early 20s I started to realize that you know for me to get where I wanted to be it was more about politics and tenure than it was results and and direct, you know, accomplishments so to speak and so that was a, a little bit of a tough pill to swallow that I had to just sort of wrap my mind around. And as I did wrap my mind around that, I started to figure out, well, what, how can I pivot from this? Because I started as uh, as a marketer. You know, that's what I went to school for. I was always fascinated with, you know, the psychological aspects behind business, why consumers make certain decisions that they do. And, you know, from a from a macro scale as well as a micro scale, you know, I was doing sort of market research in addition to international marketing. And so I really ran the gamut there. And it was a great way for me to sort of get a lay of the land from a professional perspective. But it also helped me realize that, you know what, this isn't where I really want to be just because I didn't have a ton of control over my time, you know, my future, my financial results and so on and so forth. So I started to look for what are other potential avenues for me. And I started to sort of identify my own skill sets and you know what sort of network that I had in the meantime as well and so I identified real estate as uh, you know as an avenue for me to potentially take more control over my future over my time over my effort and my direct results and you know it was lucky really to be honest with you because as I got started in it I didn't really know a lot about it I didn't have any family in the business I didn't really have any close friends in the business and so for me it was sort of a happenstance and you know as i got started in it i realized that it was going to take a lot of effort from my side to be successful in that space and and the reason why you know i knew that was because i didn't have those insider connections and so with that it kind of gave me an insider perspective towards what i needed to do and who i needed to become so i just started reading every single book that i could because I had a coach at the time who was telling me about all these different books that he had learned certain lessons from. And, you know, some of those first books that I read, sort of put me on this momentous path towards, you know, where I am today, and where I hope to be going tomorrow and beyond. And, you know, one of those early books that was sort of a recommended resource, which I'm sure many of your listeners would identify with is, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? And it was was a shift for me, you know, And, and as I was beginning my real estate business as a broker or as a young agent, I started to realize, well, wow, you know, wealthy people are buying assets and they're they're buying cash flow. They're investing in cash flow and they're investing in in other resources that many of the middle class were not aware of. And so, you know, I grew up middle class. I wasn't aware of a lot of this stuff. And so it was really a huge mind shift for me. And so anyway, that's my sort of long-winded answer to your initial question there.
1: No, I love it. And, and it gives uh, the audience a, a, a great detail. And one of the things that I really latch onto there is, you know, we've had people on and I know people in real estate that their grandfather was in real estate, then their, you know, their mother or their father was in real estate. And, then, and so they, they had a mentor. They had somebody to teach them and hold their hand along the way. And just like you, I grew up in the inner city of Los Angeles and I didn't know anybody that knew anything about money or wealth or how to create wealth or, or how to coach people in wealth. And so I had to do the same thing, which is go out there and learn, build a certain amount of wealth, then show people that, well, if I can do it, then you can do it too. And so I, I love that you learn this on, on your own and that paradigm shift, because I don't know about you Tyler and you know when you said a few years ago six years ago or so when you got in the business but when I got out of college and I was 22 years old and I thought to myself if I send my resume to IBM back in the day or you know you know this is going to age me Tyler or Xerox or these companies that were the great corporate jobs to have there was nothing that stood out on my resume from an academic standpoint to be able to separate myself from other candidates, right? Other than I had come from very humble beginnings and and got a college degree. That was my claim to fame, right? But not falling into that corporate trap is probably one of the biggest blessings of my life, is, is saying, you don't fit in there, Jim. First of all, it sounded like torture for me, to work in a corporate environment. I'm just not a corporate guy. So I love the fact that you started reading because you have to separate yourself, right? You have to separate yourself from your competition. And somebody told me when I was 18 years old, if you read an hour a day on any subject, in a brief period of time, you'll become an expert in that subject. Well, I, like you, wanted to find out about real estate and breaking away and how to use techniques that most people didn't understand. And Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a great book for me. It came out, I mean, I wasn't very long in my career when that book came out. And and I read it right away. And I think I read it like two or three times when I first got it. And I got the concept, obviously, right away. But, you know, for me, that book, it separated that, hey, you don't have to be in this political, corporate environment to build wealth. In fact, that's not how you build wealth. In government programs like qualified plans, that's not how you build wealth. Wealthy people buy assets, not financial instruments, even though that took me kind of a while to understand because I was a fee-based financial planner. So talk about one of the things that I really like from your website. And by the way, Tyler's website is tylerchesser.com. And that's T-Y-L-E-R-C-H e s s e r, dot com is that you coach people. So Tony Robbins always says, if you want something, find out somebody that has it and find out what they did. Right. So tell me more about like how Chesser companies came and, and what makes you guys unique. And, but talk to me about the coaching thing up front, because I think there's so many people, Tyler, that they're just, they don't know where to start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the the thing for me, the separator for me has always been personal and professional development, because, you know, if you can develop your own skills, your own expertise, your own knowledge, your own capacity, as well as your network and, you know, a deep understanding of what you're doing and becoming an expert in that you know, you're going to be successful. And it's like chipping away, you know, one of the things that I I love this quote, and I'll probably butcher it. But, you know, it's it's what Abraham Lincoln said, if you've got four hours to chop down a tree, you need to spend the first three sharpening that axe. And, and I really embody that in my life, you know, like you said, you know, reading is so key. And not only reading, but it's it's developing your own capacity in so many different directions. And so for me, coaching has become such a, a fulfilling, activity that I've been involved in. And, and as I mentioned, I've, I've had a coach since I started in this business. And that was really lucky as well. I mean, as I got started, my mentor in the space said, hey, you know what, I think you need to reach out to so and so and just inquire about the coaching services, because, you know, you've got a lot to learn. And I truly did. And, you know, he was able to cut my my process. You know, one of the things that my coach and I talk about right now is timeline hopping. You know, a lot of people like in the mm-hmm. corporate space, you've got to you know, build your tenure up to a certain degree to be able to be considered for a certain position and so on and so forth. It's really all about how long have you really served and not really what your results are. And the beautiful timeline hopping paradigm shift that I was able to learn has saved me decades already. And that's one of the things that I like to do with my clients is help them identify, look, you've got a limiting belief on you know, whatever it is. And if you can take the lid off of that, you can really expand your own capacity, you know, within 10 to 20 to 30 years, you know, compress that into a few months. And so it's, it's really been extremely exciting for me because not only it's been a phenomenal process for me to develop my own skills and my own resources through being coached, but now as I coach others, it's not only fulfilling because I'm able to contribute, and I'm able to help others achieve massive success that they wouldn't have otherwise, or perhaps quicker than they would have otherwise. You know, it's really fulfilling for me. And the reason why we kind of set ourselves apart, and actually, the reason why I set up this company is because as I looked around in the brokerage community, the real estate investment community, everything was so cookie cutter. And it's so it's such a good old boys club. You know, as you mentioned, yeah. I'm, I'm a younger guy, I'm I'm 30 years old. and And as I looked around, you know, most of the most of the organizations that I see with all due respect have some tired nature to them or they're, you know what, we've always done it this way. And, and how I see it is, you know what, it's a new wave. And we've got, you know, it's great that you and I are able to communicate through a platform such as a podcast and, and so many other digital capacities in which we can communicate. And we work with folks all over the country, in addition to internationally, you know, with what we've got going on today. So, I mean, for us, we're able to really set ourselves apart in the fact that, you know what, at the end of the day, real estate is a vehicle towards creating a life of fulfillment. And so I think having that outcome focus is always key. And that's one thing we're always focused on with our clients, whether we're working with them on an acquisition or a disposition, or we're coaching them on a one-on-one basis annually, you know, each and every week we're working one-on-one, we're holding them accountable, we're helping them build a blueprint, a strategy, and we're helping them execute that you know, it's all about the outcome at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people get involved in, you know, real estate or any other business. And sometimes, you know, it takes them years where they don't even realize this, but they're not executing based on an outcome. They're executing based on, you know, the, the, the means itself, you know, instead of the means to the ends. And so that's one of the things we always try to resurface back to our clients is like, all right, well, let's recalibrate this real quick. And then let's make sure that our strategy is on point for that. You know, that's that's been a way for us to really set ourselves apart. And and it's really at the end of the day, it is a passion project because you know what, we only have one life to live. It's pretty short, you know, for the most part. And so let's make it worthwhile. And that's really what we're trying to do here.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, one, congratulations on starting your business and breaking away from the herd. And you said a lot in the that last uh, section there, but uh, the last information that you were giving. One thing that I find, Tyler, and and when you're coaching somebody, do you have people that just come to you? Because I know there's people in the audience right here that say, "I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to begin. I don't know how to buy my first property. I don't know, you know." And they go on bigger pockets and they read these things, and it's and it just there's a lot of stuff to read. But how can somebody quote hack other people's knowledge, experience, expertise? I mean, if somebody's in the audience and they say, all right, I want to buy my first property, but I don't know if I have enough money. You know, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to evaluate it. Like, is that somebody that you work with?
0: Absolutely. And I think the quickest response to that is you've got to start with why, right? It's just about what we were similarly to what we were just talking about. At the end of the day, you've got to identify the outcome. And I know at times that's a process in itself because a lot of people say, well, yeah, I've heard real estate is great to be invested in, and I want to get involved there. And perhaps they're you know, perusing around bigger pockets, which is a great you know, source of, of information. However, you've got to start with why, and you've got to identify, well, what exactly am I looking for? Perhaps big picture, and then let's chunk it down from there. Because the only way to achieve a massive goal is to really identify, well, what's the next action? And that's one thing we consistently work with our clients on is, okay, if you've got this outcome that you're seeking, what can we be doing today? What resources can we be leveraging, you know, and and putting together a blueprint towards getting there and being consistent because momentum is key. You know, if you lose some momentum, it's going to go in the other direction as a lot of things that you guys talk about with infinite banking. I mean, obviously it's all about compounding interest and the same goes with your own effort, your own strategy and your own implementation, your own behavior. And so, it's a consistent course correction that we're consistently doing with our clients, you know, because it's all about what's going on now. One of the things I love that I heard recently is to win you've got to identify what am I doing now? W I N what am I doing now? And so that's one of the things that we work with our clients on a consistent basis on.
1: So I love that you said that. So one is what's your, why, what is the outcome that you want? Right. And I think it's really changing for guys in their twenties and thirties and early forties. But for guys in their fifties and sixties, we were told for years and years and years, what we wanted was retirement. Right. I mean, that's what, that's what, again, 95% of the people out there were, that's what I want. I want this big chunk of money that I'm going to live off for the rest of my years that some broker is going to manage for me. And I hope that I don't run out of money and I can have the lifestyle that I want to have. Now, I was talking to a 21-year-old potential client yesterday. His dad was introducing him to me. His dad's 59, and then this young guy's 21. He doesn't want retirement. He doesn't want to work somewhere for 40 years and then be retired. He wants financial independence. So yes. if in in the way that we describe Tyler Financial Independence at Create Tailwind is where you have more passive income coming in than your ideal lifestyle, right? At that point, you decide if you want to go to work tomorrow. What I love also is that, you know, I, I'm 54 and I love partnering with guys that are in their 20s and 30s because it's a different perspective, right? It's a different energy, there's certain things that from that perspective of of what you've grown up with as far as possibilities and just energy levels that I can collaborate with to help me get to where I want to. And if somebody's sitting out there and you're 50 or 60 and you think, well, gosh, look what Tyler's done in six years. So you can't say that, hey, I'm 60, I'm too old or I'm 70, I'm too old. No, you're not, right? You're not too old and you're never too old to do something that's gonna free you. And so what you're saying is, let's say that I'm a 45-year-old guy and I've been reasonably successful and I think, man, I've been going down this path of retirement, now I realize I gotta do something different. I come to you and I say, okay, Tyler, I wanna have $500,000 a year passive income within the next 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm you put together a blueprint for me or, or talk to me about the process. If I came to you and that's my why in 10 years, 55, I'm 45 now 55. I want to have $500,000 of passive income. Absolutely. So so we've got,
0: so we've identified the big goal here, right? We're looking for $500,000 in passive revenue. Right. And so at the end of the day, that's, that's the big vision here. And so the key is to chunk that down. Okay. So what's, what is the realistic time frame there? I love SMART goals, specific, measurable, you know, attainable, realistic and timely. So let's let's put some more, you know, detail around that 500,000. Like how long are we looking? And we'll start there. You know, let's call it 5 years from now. Let's chunk down to, well what does that look like? What sort of big moves do we need to make to get there? And let's chunk each one of those down. Say, you know, one of the things that you've got, maybe one thing that you identify is that you need to acquire you know, a $5 million portfolio that will, you know, return a certain amount of uh, passive revenue to you. And so you've got to first, I think the first thing is to lay the land and identify, all right, are you realistic? Is it timely? And is it measurable? And also, you know, what, what sort of assets are out there? And what is it going to take to get there? Obviously, you've got to be building relationships with equity partners, with, you know, financing partners, you know, so on and so forth. And of course, in the marketplace, in addition to finding the opportunities. So you've got to chunk that down into very small and measurable, you know, attainable goals on a daily basis, you've got to get to a point where it's very, very micro. Because if it gets too big, if your goal is, you know, $500,000 worth of passive revenue, you know, that obviously is great to start there. But your mind doesn't work in generalities, it works in specifics. And so if we're working on a specific you know measurable direct outcome then we know exactly what to do so we work with people on identifying what exactly you know what exact relationship do we need to build who do we need to be reaching out to you know and 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 having a cup of coffee with and how many of those calls do we need to be making per week also you know what sort of assets do we need to be identifying do we need to be running some analysis how many letters of intent do we need to be sending out on a weekly basis or monthly basis or even a daily basis, because we all know that, you know, at times it, it does become somewhat of a numbers game, you know? And so yep. I think if you're tracking your own effort, you're tracking your own controllables, the results will come. Obviously, you've always got to be taking in feedback as well. You're going to get negative feedback on certain things and you're going to have to course correct. But I think getting it to a point where it's chunked all the way down is exactly, you know, what you need to need to be doing. And that's what we work with our clients on directly.
1: So in, in let me just make sure that I understand like what you would do is like if I said that hey my timeline is I want to do that within the next 5 years then you would come back and say okay well what would that look like in 5 years like what does my portfolio look like where it's kicking off the amount of income and passive revenue that I want and then all right now break it all the way down to starting from day 1 what is my first 90 days what do I need to do what I have, right. like you said, all of the specifics that I need to do every day to make the progress that I need to make to where in five years I'll have what I want, correct? Exactly.
0: exactly. Okay. And there's there's a lot of moving parts too. I mean, you've got to have infrastructure as well. So, I mean, simultaneously towards, you know, finding the opportunities, you've also got to be building your infrastructure. You know, who are you going to be working with on a service provider basis? I mean, do you have an exclusive right. broker? Are you working with a few? you know, what markets are you looking at? You need to be identifying and really analyzing those markets and being specific towards that and creating a plan towards, you know, creating some influence in that market. Because look, you know, especially in this current marketplace, there's a ton of competition, depending on the type of asset that you're looking at. So you've also got to be realistic in those factors and also moving towards those factors as well. So yeah, I love breaking it down towards a 90 day timeline as well. I love that you mentioned that. And also, but beyond that, it's truly, you know, well, okay, well, how am I structuring my days? You know, what right. am I doing in the first, you know, first chunk of my day? And what am I doing in the second half of my day as well? Because it truly is, all, everything is all about the present. You know, we, we, we constantly are worrying about what we made a mistake on in the past. And we're constantly worrying about, well, what, you know, what mistake could we potentially, you know, make in the future? But I think if you can take control of your mind, that's another thing that I learned, early in this process too, is that you've got to feed your mind. You've got to protect, you know, the gates of your mind as well. I mean, that's another thing that we work with our clients on is, is really their mindset because if you if you let your mind sabotage you, which it's truly just trying to keep you alive, it's just trying to keep you surviving, you know, truly with the the reptilian brain. But if you can take control of that and be aware and and utilize some, you know, some mindfulness and, and uh, really feed your mind the appropriate seeds, that's really where it all begins. And beyond that, you know, strategy is key, but you've got to constantly be aware of you know, the saboteurs that can take control of you.
1: You know i I, th- I think what you just said there is so important because I always break it down to an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And the scarcity mindset listens to the noise and focuses on the failures. And the abundance mindset focuses on the long term, the vision, and, and focuses on the wins. And Dan Sullivan, who's a strategic coach, and he's been a, a coach of mine for at least 20 years, oh no m- longer than that, almost 30 years, and he talks about living in the gap. And the gap is measuring forward, which you're, you're never there, right, to ideal, instead of turning around and measuring back how far you've come. The way that he explains that is he asks, what is the horizon? Well, the horizon's where the where the land meets the the sky, right? Well, can you go there? No, you can't because it keeps moving. so if we constantly measure to perfection, then we 're always disappointed and, and and unmotivated, and we lose our drive. But if we measure back, and I think that 's where a coach comes in and on your website, you use Pat Riley. I happen to be a lifelong Uh, I am a Raiders fan. I was about ready to say, but Lakers fan as well. And I used to sell Cokes on the forum when I was a kid, Pat Riley is the coach, right? He is seeing the greatness in you and, and you point this out. He saw the greatness in Magic Johnson and what his job was is to get Magic Johnson to fulfill his potential, right? And I think that's where people have to realize that in everything you do in your life, you need somebody to coach you and hold you accountable or, you know, capability coach as, as much as accountability.
0: Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, and first of all, let me just say, I, Pat Riley used him as an example. Number one, he's a Kentucky wildcat. Let me just throw that out. That's right. But he is also an absolute legend, but you, you, you nailed it. I mean, at the end of the day, you have got to have somebody holding you accountable because we're sometimes our worst enemy. I know that I am as well. I need a coach. I mean, I have discussions with my coach that he helps me get unblocked or unstuck on various things that on a frequent basis. And I would consider myself someone who is mindful to the point where I understand the saboteurs that do try to take control of my mind and, you know, all of these different capacities. But if you don't have someone else identifying, like you said, the greatness within you, then I think you're really missing out on a great opportunity. And it, it truly is. It's been a life changer for me. And so it's been
1: exciting for me to be involved in this capacity. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, Tyler, if somebody wants to learn more, they can go to your website. You have a podcast too, Right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We are actually in uh production phase. We'll be releasing here within the next couple of weeks, but it is called Elevate and it is all about real estate investment and personal and professional development along the lines of really what we've been talking
1: about today. So I would encourage everyone to listen to the podcast. And when it's, uh, like you said, you're you're going into production, I know you have some scheduled this afternoon. And and I love the I love the name of that, Elevate, because you, again, we're Breakaway, elevate. It's it's all about separating yourself from other people. And Bertrand Russell, he said that 85% of the people would rather die than think. Hmm. So that goes back to your state of mind, your mindset. But one of the ways that you keep your mindset and your state of mind correct and uh, abundant is you read. So you mentioned rich dad, poor dad, love rich dad, poor dad, love cash flow, game, love Robert Kiyosaki, but what are some other books, one or two or three or whatever you'd like to mention that have made a difference in your life that if you talking to the audiences, if they were your best friend, that you would say, Hey, you got to read this book.
0: Yeah. I mean, books have changed my life. Every single book that I read, I'm like, my God, what I, What would I have done without this? And you know, one, one that was a huge influence on me was Think and grow rich. You know, at first I I read the the title of that book and I thought, okay, that sounds interesting, but you can't really just think and grow rich. But as I read it, and as I reread it multiple times, I still read it every year, it continues to open up possibilities. And it's amazing what can happen if you allow your mind to, you know, have a desire, and you allow your your soul to have that desire, and then to put, you know, a consistent and persistent plan of action in place towards attaining that. And, you know, thinking grow rich is definitely... On the top of my list, but you know, I'm I'm obsessed with books. I mean, some others that I've loved recently is one is uh, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. It's phenomenal book, outstanding book, and it's really about the history of humankind and and it's relevant to a lot of us, you know, in the in the modern day society because you have to realize where we have evolved from and why our brain works a certain way it does and why you know why our bodies work the way they do and you know this is a vehicle towards what we're you know, what we're trying to accomplish in our life. And of course, you know, beyond that, I mean, so many other books, you know, you mentioned Tony Robbins earlier, love Tony Robbins. If you've never been to, a you know, an Unleash the Power Within conference or anything like that, you've got to check it out. But he's written some fantastic books. And another one, you know, is I think we mentioned here is Start With Why, you know, by Simon Sinek. And and as I look at the title of that book, I, I think, well, of course, you know, you need to have purpose, but it is such a much deeper book about really kind of leading, leading with your heart really in, in what you do. And I think that's important. You know, one thing that I've come to realize a lot recently is that your gut and your, your heart and your intuition tells you a lot. And yeah. I think that's really the the essence of that book there. And so, I mean, there's so many, but those are, those are three that come to mind now.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I agree with you with the Tony Robbins with the conference and you know sometimes when people are busy or if you haven't kind of reached that level of success it looks like it's an expensive expenditure but it's it's definitely worth it or the time expenditure it's definitely worth it well tyler i uh i really enjoyed uh talking to you and i could probably keep talking to you about success and mindset and why and coaching for the for the remainder of the of the day but i guess we got to cut it off at some point so you know, just want to remind people go to go to dot com and look at the resources. Definitely listen to Tyler's podcast. You know, and if if you want to do real estate, then we are advocates of using infinite banking concept with investing in real estate. And I know Tyler's a fan as well. And you know, let's just break away and elevate. I like that break away and elevate. We could kind of combine our our, our shows good. in a message there, Tyler. So. Absolutely.
0: Well, thanks again for having me on, man. It's been a lot of fun and, and I hope that your listeners find a lot of value and look forward to uh, connecting with them as well as continuing our relationship.
1: Absolutely, Tyler. Same here and everybody out there in the audience, break away and elevate today. That's my final message. Take care. Till next time. Want to become your own banker
0: and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com
1: to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.